welcome. I'm Pastor Vincent Grissom, and this is Applying God's Word, a teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 101, titled, I Will Never Leave You or Forsake You. Although this season and the holidays that surround it are usually enjoyed as a time of happiness, sharing, and rejoicing, for some people this holiday season can be a period of painful reflection, loneliness, anxiety, sadness, and depression. Even in the company of family and friends, there are some who still feel alone and isolated, stressed, and exhausted. So if this is you today, brother or sister, I want to remind you that Jesus is with you and won't leave you alone. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, Jesus, the Savior of the world, promised that he would be with us always until the very end of the age. Jesus made this promise to the disciples because he knew they were scared and confused and needed comfort in their moment of uncertainty. So he set out to ensure them that neither death nor life, angels or principalities, powers or wickedness can keep them from his love. This amazing promise provided comfort for the disciples and energized them to push forward and spread the good news of the gospel. This promise provided them with the strength they would need to overcome adversity, face wicked people, and triumph over difficulties for the sake of the gospel. The promise provided them with the hope that they would see the Master again, and the promise provided them with a power which was demonstrated at Pentecost, where 3,000 were saved, and also demonstrated in the city of Joppa, where Peter raised Tabitha from the dead. This same promise is what keeps you and I from stressing out when trouble knocks on our door. This promise is what keeps us going when the going gets tough. This promise is what helps us to endure hardships, to withstand betrayal from our friends or even our family, and to suffer setbacks after setbacks as we wait for our comeback. Just knowing that Jesus is with you always gives you a sense of inner confidence that non-Christians cannot understand. Non-believers cannot understand why we are so hopeful and optimistic about life even though our options are limited. They cannot understand why we think we can overcome diseases for which the scientific community hasn't found a cure. They cannot understand why we come together on Sunday morning enthusiastic to hear from and understand a God we cannot see. Just knowing that Jesus is with you always gives you everlasting peace. Folks can and will act up around you, yet you are cool, calm, and collected because of the peace of God which surpasses all understanding that resides in you. With this peace, you know that in the end, all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. With this peace, you don't have to go around seeking revenge because you know that God will fight your battles and give you victory. With this peace, you don't have to stay up at night worrying about things that are beyond your control. You just let God take care of them as you get a good night's sleep. Just knowing that Jesus is with you always gives you endurance. People who trust in the everlasting presence of Jesus Christ in their lives don't ever give up. The road may get tough, 
but they will ride the waves like a well-trained surfer. Let's let 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 8 and 9 and also verses 16 through 18 remind us of who we are in Christ. Verse 8. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Now verse 16 through 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. This is because of the everlasting presence of God in your life. Our other passage today comes from Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1 through 7. But now, this is what the Lord says, He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar, and my daughters from the ends of the earth, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. In this passage, the Lord is using the prophet Isaiah to remind the children of Israel that he is still on their side. You see, sometimes things can get so bad in your life that you start believing that God has turned against you. Sometimes you get so hurt by folks and so overwhelmed by your circumstances that you don't see a way out. There are times that God feels so far away and you feel so alone and forsaken that you feel like just giving up. In times like these, we have to remember that God is our very present help in times of danger. In times like these, we have to remember what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and grief to bear. Remember the hymn? In times like this, we need to remember Isaiah 53, verse 5. He was wounded for our, trans our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole, and by his stripes we are healed. In our passage, God was reminding the children of Israel that they haven't messed up bad enough for him to forsake them. That's good news for us. What that tells us is that no matter how far down we get and no matter how low we go, God will not forsake us. He may chastise us, but he will not abandon us. He may rebuke and reprove us, 
but he will not allow the enemy to destroy us. Though the children of Israel messed up, God was not willing to walk away from them. Instead, he sought to remind them of his everlasting presence and his amazing love and provide them with three essential guarantees. First, they are saved. Second, they are secured. Third, they are special. So let's start with number one. They are saved. Some of us have forgotten how to appreciate what it means to be saved. Well, let me remind you. Your eternal destination in heaven is guaranteed. You belong to God. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and no one can delete it from the page. Salvation is not possible without Christ. Salvation is free, but it's not cheap. Jesus shed his blood for our salvation. He laid it all on the line that we may have the gift of eternal life. Salvation is the fulfillment of God's promise in John 3.16. Without salvation, our joy would not be made complete. I want you to know that salvation makes all the difference in the world. For no matter how bad things might be, and no matter how broke or disgusted you get, one thing no one can change or take away from you is the fact that you are saved. They can take away your job. They can malign your reputation. They can make life difficult for you at times, but they can never take away your salvation. Jesus sealed the deal at Calvary. He paid the price, so we will never have to worry about losing our salvation. The devil can huff and puff all he wants, but he cannot take away our salvation. It is here then that God reminds the Israelites of their salvation because of the covenant he made with Abraham. Because of Abraham, the Israelites will have the favor of God. Likewise, because of Jesus, we who are Christians will have the favor of God. We will be saved based on the righteousness of Jesus and not our own. Okay, number two, they are secured. Security was a very important issue for the Israelites. They experienced constant attacks and lived under the threat of total annihilation. They needed security, not just any kind of security, but divine security. So God promised to be with them when they passed through the waters and be their lifeguard. Water is employed in numerous biblical figures of speech and metaphors describing instability, loss of strength, and melting away in fear. In other words, God was letting them know that when their lives become unstable, when they feel weak and afraid, He will be right there by their side. In the same manner, when we experience instability in our job, we have to turn to God. When we experience instability in our relationships, we have to turn to God. When we experience instability in our ministry, we have to turn to God. When we feel our strength slipping away from us and fear is taking over, remember the Lord is our rock and our refuge. He will not forsake us. In verse 2 of our passage, God also promised to be their life vest. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. How many times in your life did you feel like you were drowning, but you called on the name of Jesus and he rescued you? The Lord is our life vest. He will not allow us to drown. 
We may drink in a little water, but we will not drown. We may feel like we're running out of oxygen, but we will not drown. For here is our life vest. In that same verse, he promised to send divine water. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. God is our divine water. Whenever the heat gets too intense in our lives, he sends divine water to cool us off and put out the fire. He doesn't allow us to get burned. Our clothes may get singed and we may even sweat a little, but he won't let us get burned, for he is our divine water. Number three, they are special. There are a lot of people walking around who don't know they are special. There are people who believe all the negative stuff that people say about them and buy into the claim that they're not worth a thing. Don't let people's opinion of you determine your future. Folks can think what they want about you, but you need to know that you are special to God. Your husband or wife may not make you feel special. Your boyfriend or girlfriend may not make you feel special. Your friend and co-workers may not make you feel special. But God knows that you are special. You may be fat and short, tall and skinny, or whatever critical attributes you assign to yourself, but you are still special to God. In verse 4, God reminded the Israelites that they are precious to him. Some of you needed to be reminded that you are precious to God. You need to know that no mountain, no valley, no army, no demon, or Satan himself is powerful enough to keep God from you and rescuing you. You are so precious to God that he gave his only begotten son for you. You are so precious to God that Jesus traded glory in heaven for earthly suffering, suffering in order to redeem you. You are so special to God that he keeps watch over you all day long. You are so special that he has prepared a great feast to celebrate your arrival in heaven. Why is God doing all of that? Because we are made for his glory. He made us for his glory. And I want to praise him for his eternal presence. So if this season or other times get you down, have a little conversation with yourselves and remind yourself, I know I'm secured, I'm special, and I'm saved. For living he loved me, dying he saved me. Rising he took all my sins far away, and now I'm never alone. In the midnight hour I'm not alone. On my sickbed I'm not alone. Thank God I'm never alone. Thank God he will never leave me or forsake me. I want to close with the words of Jesus in John chapter 16, verse 33. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world.